Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444, that is the phone number. If you'd like to contribute, questions, comments, smart remarks, these have been carefully selected by Rob M. Kendall. So earlier in the show, mm-hmm. you had played a clip of your boyfriend, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Sure. And he was on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd. Not my boyfriend. He is married with children, by the way, but we like to say that. Well, Go. yeah, look, I have seen many different looks in many women's eyes over the years, <laughs> and the look that you have when you mention his name is... Uh, there a twinkle there? Well, it's rare. I've, I've rarely... Uh, I've rarely seen that, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, However, uh, so he was on Meet the Press, and he was asked about genders, and Chuck Todd went on some bizarre thing about, I mean, it was so, it was so weird to see a national television, a host of a once- acclaimed national television show try to say that science is showing what that there's more than two gen i mean i don't even remember kevin do we have that audio from earlier in the show because i want to play this guy's phone call but i want to make sure we describe Mm -hmm. what he's responding to okay here is the clip of chuck todd and vivek ramaswamy on meet the press how do you know it's that again how do you know are, are you confident that you know that gender uh is uh as binary as you're describing it, are you confident that I it am. isn't a spectrum? I uh, am. Do you know I'm, this as a scientist? Well, there's there's two X chromosomes if you're a woman, an X and a Y. That means there's you're a, a man. lot so of scientific a research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Chuck, okay, stop, I, I respect- stop, 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 stop. Okay, so you have a, a, a host of a national television show mm-hmm. attempting to tell you and trying to say there's some scientific basis to say that what there's more than men and women. Yeah. I mean, is that it? Yeah. There's a spectrum for gender. That's what he was saying. Well, and here is how- He doesn't cite the scientific research, by the way. Well, of course not. And I was telling you guys earlier in the show that here is how absurd our society has become. Years ago, South Park did an episode, or episodes plural, it was multiple ones, where they were trying to figure out who Eric Cartman, who was one of the little kids on South Park, who his dad was. And it was this big mystery about, is it the Denver Broncos? Is it, you know, whoever. And ultimately, what they came up with, because they were pointing out the absurd, and now this was in the late 90s, was that his mom was also his dad. And they did that because of how, like, uber rare that would be, ridiculous that would be, and people would go, huh? (laughs) But now... We've gone from South Park spoofing something and, huh? To Chuck Todd saying this is real. Yeah, Chuck Todd, this is totally mainstream. This is totally, no, this is totally normal. And we pointed out that until very recently, 
gender dysphoria, it was considered, what's the word for it, Casey, by the medical community? Uh, a disorder. A, a mental health right. disorder. Right. It was considered a disorder because it's the same way as, look, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. The reason it's called a disorder is because it's not normal. Now, look, through various things I've been able to deal with it, and other than checking the garage door 93 times before I go to work, I lead a pretty normal life. I didn't always, though. It was pretty crippling at one point. It's a disorder. It's not normal to fear touching things. But I don't get all offended when people say obsessive compulsive disorder because I'm an adult, I'm a grown-ass person, and I'm able to recognize, and it's part of the treatment of dealing with it, that it's not normal. So don't tell me it's normal. Don't tell me, Rob, it is normal uh, to, to, to check your refrigerator 13 times. Or, or make sure a door is locked 27 times. Uh, Rob, everybody obsessively washes their hands a dozen times. Right, I don't get offended because it's not normal. It is a disorder. And it is a disorder to be a man and think you should be a woman. It is a disorder to be a woman and think you should be a man. It is a disorder to want to cut your penis off. That is not normal. And yet in society now, we placate these people. I would not expect anyone to placate what I did when I was getting help and being able to live with obsessive compulsive disorder, the worst thing that could have happened to me was for a, a, a therapist or a doctor to say, what you're doing is fine. Sure, you wash your hands so much they bleed. That's okay. Hmm. Everything's fine. It's not fine. It wasn't fine. This is not fine. And yet Chuck Todd has the audacity on national television to go, oh, there's lots of things between a man and a woman. It's totally normal to be between a man and a woman. All of that being said, Sometimes people on this show hear what they want to hear, mm -hmm. and they don't hear the whole thing. And this guy called, and he's a very nice guy. He listens to the show. He's a fan of the show. I'm going to play his call, and then maybe we'll address it on several levels. Okay. I'm the youngest of five boys. One of my brothers was gay, proving the point that one in five men are gay. He was one year older than me, and... When I'm playing with army men and Tonka trucks and building tree houses, he played with Barbie dolls. He was born feminine. Uh, he wasn't transgender, it turned out to be, but he was gay, you know, junior high, high school, and he didn't, wasn't what they used to call in the closet, but he had a small group of friends and uh, soon moved out to the gay community in San Francisco, but he was born feminine, I mean, as a child. And Mr. Aswami saying that it's a mental disorder, is that a mental disorder? If you are born with feminine genes and he was never transgender, he wasn't ever transgender to my knowledge, uh, until he was 18 and moved out to San Francisco. Okay, so I, so the, first of all, it's unclear whether the guy was actually transgender or just gay. But if he was transgender, this doesn't mean you just become. There's a reason all these people are doing this now and they didn't do it before. It's learned behavior from society, not only saying it's okay, but promoting it. And by the way, being transgender and gay are two totally, totally different things. Totally separate things. And Vivek Ramaswamy was not talking about being gay. He was talking about transgender dysmorphia where people are chopping off parts of their body. 
growing new parts of their body. That's the part that he's saying is being taught in schools that is not normal. And we should not tell people it is. The same way people should not have told me what I went through was normal. It's called a disorder. It doesn't make you less of a human. The same way it didn't make me any less of a human. You still have all the rights and privileges guaranteed to you under the, the Constitution. And if at the end of the day you want to chop your penis off because you believe you're a woman, you have the right to do it. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you, that's fine. That's normal. Because it's not. Mm. All right, Kev, what else we got? Hey, Rob, do you remember how much the liability was for the teacher pension fund? I was thinking, with the $6 billion surplus that we had, plus the extra $1.5 billion that the General Assembly wasn't expecting for this latest budget, plus the, I think you said $7 billion extra on state house happenings and new spending in this budget, that's $14.5 billion. I would think that should be enough to put a pretty large dent in that pension liability. So I get we got this phone call um, this morning. So I've got to look in to find out what the exact number is. But it was the premise of his call that I wanted to talk about. So the reason he's calling about that is we talked about how at the very end of the legislative session that just wrapped up. About one in the morning. The Indiana General Assembly went back, the Republicans, Mm -hmm. Republicans, Democrats had nothing to do with this, Republicans, went back behind closed doors and decided they were going to extract $300 million with no discussion, no public debate, no public testimony. We're doing this from the pay down of the pre-1996 teacher pension debt and give it to public education, which totally flies in the face of why last year, people like Jeff Thompson, who is now the head of Ways and Means, told me we will absolutely not give you any more than $200 of the $1,500 of your money we're sitting on. Because paying down that debt is the number one priority. We were told we must pay that down, and then mm-hmm. once we do that, we must not be in, interfered in any way. It was so important, Casey. Remember, they changed the state law last year because it used to be if there were above $2 billion in reserves, automatic taxpayer refund. Well, the lawmakers last year said, well, I guess we screwed up on that. We got too much money here. So they changed the law to say anything between $2.5 billion and $5 million automatically went to pay down that teacher pension debt because we were told that is so important. Yet at the very last minute, mm-hmm. when it came to appeasing the angry red-shirted teachers, they pulled $300 million. So they told you, kiss our ass, you're not getting your money back. But to appease the angry red-shirted teachers, they took $300 million in the dark of night out of that pension fund. Magically found some money. And this guy's absolutely right that if they actually wanted to pay the thing down and it was so important as they say, Mm -hmm. because there is some merit to saying we're going to pay down our debt. But they act like it's an either-or thing. Well, you can't have any help with the gas tax because we're paying down the teacher pension debt. Can't have any help with your property taxes, which, by the way, new assessments are rolling in just as bad as the assessments you had before. So these a-hole Republicans who told you, well, we don't need a permanent solution here because this thing will just solve itself soon. Well, apparently this year, one year, it's going to solve itself. (laughs) Right. We're going to have a task force to look in to see if there's really a problem. Two years. Yeah. So he's absolutely right. They don't actually care about paying the debt down. It is an excuse just like they got, the new budget is $7 billion bigger, Casey, than the budget two years ago. In two years, Casey, you're telling me the need for government grew $7 billion? No, I'm not telling you that. That's what they're saying. 
And and so, <laughs> I mean, it, it, but, the, but, the, but the, the premise of all of this is it, they will always find something, some excuse, some reason to not give you your money because your money is power. And the more of your own money you have, the more power you have over them. And these Republicans in this state do not want you to have power over your own life. So even if they ever finally get this thing paid off, there will be something else. Right. What's just the next thing in line? 